cocked sideways in a moment of confusion that in the blink of an eye changed to terror. She let out a piercing scream that rang in his head and that he thought might have carried outside. Harlan figured her next thought would be more about flight than fight, but instead she kept it simple and reached for a phone on the countertop. Can't allow that. Three easy numbers and he'd be fucked. Harlan closed in with several quick steps and raised his arm. He let the gun settle just inches from her face, forcing her to focus on the copper bullets that stared out from the cylinder. When he was certain he had her full attention, he spoke a chilled warning. Shut your mouth and stay away from that damn phone or we'll end this right now. She pulled her hand back. Harlan looked hard into her eyes and concluded she'd never been closer to a real gun. He took in the scene around him, noticing the nearby candlelit table set for two. How cozy. He spoke with a contemptuous nonchalance. Standing barefoot and stock still in a thin t-shirt and tight jeans, small hissing noises escaped her throat and grew to quiet sobs. She drew a breath immediately followed by another, and then another. Large, hitching gulps without exhale. She forced herself to speak, and the words conveyed her desperation. Look, just take what you want and leave. I won't make any trouble for you. Just, just leave me alone, please. Harlan picked up on the quiver in her voice and the shaking of her hands. She raised her arms a bit and backed away. She had every right to fear his intent. I ain't here to steal from ya, and I got no interest in forcing myself on ya neither. Okay, okay, just tell me what you want. I don't know what I did. Harlan cut her off. I got no quarrel with you. Fact is, you should have been more particular about your associations. He saw her fight to get to her wits about her saw the irrepressible shivers that spread over the appealing curves of her body. Harlan read people well and sensed her resignation. She'd suffer any indignity that offered the slightest chance of survival. Were the circumstances different, he might have acted on his base desires, but with a calm detachment, he pressed ahead. That boyfriend of yours, shouldn't he be coming right along? Mr. William Petit, I believe. He spat out the name with no shortage of spite. I hear he's had quite the run as a shyster lawyer. Am I right, Rebecca? Did his wife send you? Is that what this is? I won't see him anymore. I swear I won't. Harlan sensed regret in her words, but only the sort felt by most anyone once their offense has been discovered. He corrected her thinking. His wife ain't got no part in this, and I couldn't give two shits who you put out for. It's just a little something between me and Petite. Not much can be done about you getting caught up in the middle. Harlan looked her over one last time. A damn pretty woman, no doubt. It crossed his mind again that she likely had some skills in carnal affairs, but he gave no thought toward reconsideration. Her path was set. Ain't no sense dragging this out. Take a second and make your peace.
Harlan cocked the hammer with a calloused thumb. In the way another man might target a rusty beer can balanced on a fence post, he took quick aim and fired twice. The small caliber weapon popped, and he felt the jump of the gun. She threw her hands out as if she intended to catch the bullets in midair, but both projectiles found their way to the meatiest portion of her slender gut. The cotton of her shirt puffed out in a tight circle of smoke, and splotches of red appeared like magic as the lead sliced into her. Harlan figured the hot burrow of the metal tore through muscle and flesh with a good bit of sting, but all the woman could muster was a coarse grunt. She brought her hands to her belly, and he watched the red seep heavy between her fingers. He imagined the blood running wild through her, filling crevices and empty spaces, turning her into nothing more than a human sink.